Welcome to the Tim Hill Podcast. If you have the time, you can not only listen to the episodes, but you can also watch all the shows and you'll find the links in the description below. Thank you. Welcome to Series 3 of the Tim Hill Podcast. In the last two series, I've told you about my life. I've met many interesting people along the way who have become my friends and what they all have in common is they have fascinating stories of their own which they are happy to share with you now. Thank you for listening. Welcome to the Tim Hill Podcast and this time I'm welcoming back my good old mate Harry. So Harry and me are going to have another chat uh, and see where we go with this one. So, Harry, if you'd like to start, you know where you left off. So you was uh, you was about to leave the regular army and go across to the stabs. Ooh. So, ooh, ooh, I shouldn't have said that, ooh. should I? Ooh, Harry. <laughs> <laughs> so, so to just put it in context, anybody that doesn't know what a stab is, it's a stupid TA bastard. And anybody that doesn't know what an Arab is, it's an Arab, arrogant, regular army bastard. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was an arrogant, regular army bastard. <laughs> to start with, yeah. To start with, yes. And I ended up with the greatest respect for the territorials. Um, yeah, I did, someone, actually. I, I, yeah. I worked an awful lot when, when I came out from regular service and went to the reserves. Yeah. There's two types of reserves. There's the really keen and um, conscientious and all the rest of it, yeah. really good. And then you got the, the time wasters. Yeah. Yeah, I totally agree and, with you there. And, and they're not so many of those. They tend to weed no, them out. No, there isn't. Oh, they do weed them out quite quickly. Particularly over the last few years when we were fighting in Afghanistan and Iraq and, and all that malarkey where – Vast yeah. numbers of of reserves were called up to yes, to go and yes. have a punch up. Yeah, yes, it were. So, what was your experience of of going across? Well, I'll, I'll start at the beginning. When I first came out, I was uh, wandering in the wilderness, as I should say, <laughs> for about four years, four and a half years, nearly, uh, doing various jobs in City Street. Uh, to start with, I was sort of unemployed and wasn't really finding a job. And I found a job at a well-known supermarket that slaps its ass, <laughs> And they uh, took me on in their warehouse in uh, Chelmsford, Chelmer Village. And then right at Christmas, when it was really nice, they sacked me. <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> they go back in the new year. And I said, to be polite, you can go and forth and multiply. <laughs> <laughs> I went back for a few months just because it was money and uh, left there fairly quickly and ended up as a ball grinder. <laughs> a, a ball grinder? <laughs> a ball grinder. So what do you for, do for a living? Yeah, that was a yeah, Ranson <laughs> Hoffman and Pollard, or Hoffman's to be short. Um, the cutting oil, once you was in there, it didn't matter what you wore, it would smell of the cutting oil. 
it absolutely rigged. Once you got into it, you, you had a separate wallet. You had separate clothes that you wore to it. And you'd best to keep them separate from the rest of your clothes as well. <laughs> it was, it's not an unpleasant smell. It's just... An oily smell, I a, guess. A really oily smell, yeah. It's worse than diesel. It, once it's on you, mm. you cannot wash it out. It's... When you used to go in there, I was there for about five years. Blimey, ball grinding for five years? Yeah. You must have been an excellent excellent ball grinder. grinder. Yes, (laughs) yes, yes. Uh, Come out on a short stint in the post office. But going back to the ball grinding, yeah, that was – you could see the, the cutting oil when you come off of the uh, close down, because obviously, like all big engineering firms, they had a close down so they could do all the repairs and what have you over the close down. And um, you could see across the the ball floor to the other side quite easily without, you know. But once you got well, the that, up it, it was a shiny floor. No, no, no. What I'm saying is it, it, it was. Um, there was a haze that always hung in the air, and that was the oil and oh, right. the other stuff. And when you walked in after a holiday, you could see quite clearly. But after about a day, day and a half, it was back to its normal, almost like a, a fog across the floor. Not heavy fog, but you could see that there was a big difference, and it was floating in the air. Uh, horrible. <laughs> but that was it. <laughs> Once you got on your clothes, gee. I mean, if you if you wanted to get changed at work, you would take them in a very tight, sealed bag, <laughs> get changed as quickly as possible, so as you could run out the building <laughs> in the evening without trying to get too much thing <laughs> onto it, and then put your other stuff in a heavy duty bag out the way and stuff it in the boot. Other than that, yeah, it was that was good. I enjoyed it. Hmm. Uh, I started off. Doing what they called the uh, uh, what was it? I was just sort of like an, a glorified cleaner, really, at the oh, start, right. uh, going around changing the oils and stuff like that. From um, I'm not sweeping up then, because no, no, no. I guess you, 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 all that training you got in the army was sweeping up. It yeah. would have come in a real good handy. Yeah, that that did come in handy. Yeah, that did. <laughs> <laughs> yes, join the army, see the world, join two Royal England and sweep, sweep the it. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that was um I had to change all the cutting oils, so I was right up close to it, taking all the sediment out the bottom and that was um like this milky cutting oil and then you had to change it to the um polishing oil which was just a like a paraffin oil very thin but that was the one that really stunk <laughs> that was it. once you went in there you was like Oof. yeah yeah so i ended up doing that and then i left there went to work for the post office for about a year delivering letters or yeah 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 i was on the on me on me todd running around Shoving letters and parcels through the doors. Happy days. And, uh, occasionally seeing naked women behind the door. <laughs> well, there was one lady. <laughs> I've come up to the door. I've knocked on the door. 
said, ah, good morning, madam. And she actually stood behind a glass door, completely naked, <laughs> <laughs> leaning around with just her head showing. And I'm thinking, oh, you're not hiding a lot there. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, obviously, the milkman had just been in beforehand. Yeah, and... <laughs> yeah, obviously. Had. Then there was another one I was watching. I came across and I'm, we're, we're not supposed to cut across the grass, but we do. <laughs> <laughs> Makes the round go quicker. So uh, I was doing this one in, um, that was in Chelmer Village, uh, sort of Springfield area. And uh, I put the letters in and I cut across the grass and there was a young lady stripping off in front of the washing machine. <laughs> Said good morning. <laughs> so we she turned around and she went morning. <laughs> Funny enough, every time I saw her in the street, because I did recognise her, I used to go, "Oh, you look better with your clothes on." <laughs> she used to laugh. A couple of her friends used to look at her and go, "What?" <laughs> oh dear, yeah, that was it. And then uh, Catherine one day said to me, "This was while I was ball grinding. That was before I joined the post office." Uh, she said, oh, why don't you go down and see a, a friend of mine had been in the TA as a, well, it, it was a good friend of Catherine and mine. Uh, I'd been in the TA before and he'd sort of left. Uh, he was a chief cook and bottle washer. He was <laughs> a, a cook. And he, he found it frustrating more than anything because he wanted to do something else really. Mm. But as soon as they found out he was a cook, they shoved him in the cookhouse. That's good of them. They yeah. do that sort of thing. Yeah. So he, he wanted to run around like me and be silly. <laughs> but, uh, so what did yeah, they do so, with you then? Well, first time I arrived there, there was this long-haired lout, turns up. Um <laughs> I grew my hair really long. <laughs> I mean, I it was really long. A bit like it is you, now when you saw me the other day. <laughs> you, you've always had long hair. Yeah, I you, know. What you could get under your berry was yours, I suppose, but yeah, most of it came it. out. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Me, me and the RSM and the CSM and the Duke company <laughs> same age has always had a, a bit of a battle over my hair. <laughs> well, it was a bit unruly, you must admit. Yes, it was. So, but I looked at it this way. While it was under my berry, it was safe. You could put <laughs> Harry Potter to shame. <laughs> <laughs> to say the least, yeah. Uh, I think I put Mark Bowling in the shame at some points. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, so we went down and we, we rejoined. And so did I. And um, I was wearing me. Lovely green overalls again. They they were showing us around, and they said, "I'll oh, put these on in case you get dirty." <laughs> so it was about I don't know. It must have been about twelve of us went down there, and uh, someone, one of the uh, sergeants, was doing a uh, GPMG lesson, and they took us in. Uh, I stood there, and he was working away and teaching them. And while he was doing it, I was, I was shaking my head and I'm thinking, oh, God, he's doing it wrong. <laughs> you just can't stop it. Once you know they're doing it wrong, you just, you just, I was going, oh, dear, oh, dear. 
And I, I started talking as well. <laughs> really going over there. Oh, no, that's wrong. <laughs> talking to myself. And, and he turned around to me and said, what's the problem? I said, well, you're doing it wrong. And he went, what do you mean I'm doing it wrong? I said, yeah, you're doing it wrong. And he went, oh, well, if you think you can do any better. I said, he said, you're quite welcome to try. I said, fair enough. <laughs> he was quite shocked at that. <laughs> yeah. So I said, right, this is the GPMG, blah, 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 blah. I went on. And I said, the, the problem is he hasn't updated this. And I was showing the pamphlet. <laughs> this place probably hasn't been updated since 1959. <laughs> when it first came into service? Yeah, when it first came into service. So I said, uh, and I said, what you do is you lift the top cover so you do not damage the feed pores when cocking it. So when you're doing inspections, lift the top cover, cock it back, lift it up. I said, you know, so I went through the whole list. <laughs> you're rig, aren't you? Said, yes. <laughs> big, big, huge bar on it on my head. They <laughs> still had problems with me in the TA. I wouldn't get my hair cut. <laughs> Well, in case you had to quickly go off to Northern Ireland on an operation. Well, that's it. Yeah, you'd never know. I might have been undercover. <laughs> Do me sneaky beaky luck. <laughs> yeah, so that was fun. I enjoyed that. I, I started off as a um, signals platoon radio up. And I'll never forget one of the uh, subalterns come over. And he goes to me. He was on the ranges. And he was saying I was having problems with his uh, radio. And it was the old three five one. Yeah. And uh, he came over, and I went, "Yeah, all right, give us here." So I picked it up, lifted it about head height, <laughs> dropped it, and threw it on the ground backwards. <laughs> so as it, was, it hit the ground, and he went, "What are you doing?" I said, I'm fixing, "Fixing it." it. <laughs> and he went, "Oh," I said, "Try it now." And he went, "Oh." Oh, it's actually working better. I said, yeah, I said, what it is, I said, there's four little um, switches in the back. Yeah. Well, there's four, um, uh, what do they call them? Relays. Um, circuit, board, circuit boards, isn't it? They're all mm. plugged into those uh, sort of pins. I said, and they become corroded. I said, and what you do is you throw it on the floor and it shoves them, moves them a bit and they start working properly again. <laughs> so he was quite surprised at that. So he went, oh, oh, okay. Funny so, enough. He ended, he so this was back with Royal Anglins, was it? Yeah, yeah. It was uh, five Royal Anglin, and we changed back to six Royal Anglin, and we changed back to five Royal Anglin, and yeah, sort of options for change was happening at the time. Mm. And uh, if anybody remembers that, basically loads of people were being made redundant and lots of people were moving around here, there and everywhere. And eventually the uh, 3rd Battalion disappeared and became part of 1st and 2nd Battalion. Mm. And then, yeah. then, then they got rid of the... The reserve battalions and, and made it the East of England Regiment, didn't they? That's it. Yes, they did. Yeah. So were you a part of all that then? No, I missed that bit. What happened then, um, while I was in the that part of it, I'd already swapped over to someone else. But going back to my early days in the Royal Anglians Territorials, 
Um, I finally moved up and got me Lance Corporal. But funnily enough, they sent me on a recruit card because they said, oh, you've been out too long. You need to do a recruit card. I said, fair enough. Well, the sergeant's mess and the corporal's mess were having a do at the weekend and the sergeants were moaning that they couldn't, um, they wouldn't be able to go because of the recruit card. So what I did was, um, I can't remember who was in the armoury. It was one of our, our old corporals, but Bassingbourne that was. Mm. And uh, so I went down and saw him in an evening because he was doing the late shift that week. And I said, do you mind if I take a few rifles out and uh, SMGs and stuff like that? And he said, no, 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 you sign them out. You sign them back in as long as they're back in by sort of yeah. yeah, I said, fair enough. So I was taking it out, and all the people who were struggling, I was going through their drills with them. So we actually ended up, um, we did all of our shooting on the Thursday and did our final, um, sorry, final lessons on the Thursday, final shooting on the Friday, and the um, corporals and sergeants said, all day Saturday and all day Sunday off. <laughs> so <laughs> the only recruit guard has ever had a fleming um, weekend off. off. <laughs> so, yeah, and got paid off. for it, no doubt. And got paid for it, yeah. And I went home. <laughs> I had the car with me, so I shot home. It was only about an hour away from home, so I quickly shot home, had the weekend at home and come back. Yeah, then they, um, I sort of moved across to uh, Mortars. <laughs> mortars. <laughs> After being an anti-tankman in the army, but uh, I became a mortarman. That was the closest thing to Outrageous. So, but that was enjoyable. I enjoyed that. And Did they have the same mentality as regular mortarmen? Or were they Funny a little enough, bit, bit more refined than that? Not much more refined, but <laughs> they were the same. <laughs> yeah, we uh, we did quite a few exercises together and quite a few live firings. And actually, we um, we got sent on the wrong carder, uh, concentration, sorry. All right. And we ended up being with the regular concentration instead of the territorials. And uh, Tony Mullen was with him at the time. Oh, right. I remember Tony. Going, going, stabs. Arabs! <laughs> 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 and um, we actually beat him. <laughs> <laughs> he said to his men, when we was walking back from the cookhouse one day, he said, stay to attention, you lot. He said, you are seeing some of the finest men on this planet. <laughs> and it's not you, you... <laughs> I'm gonna to have to edit that out. Sorry. 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 <laughs> It'll be beep. <laughs> yes. 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 Sorry about that. I, I, I apologise for the swearing now, but uh, yes, that was quite funny. Um, that was quite early in the sort of mortar career that we'd done that. Uh, we did quite well on. on oh, hang on, sort of... hang on, Harry, I can do it. 
Oh, oh. you bleep me out. Hang on. <laughs> <laughs> I'll bleep you out. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. You'll have to remember to do that on the editing. <laughs> <laughs> yes, um, Tony Mallon ended up uh, coming to us, and that was a bit later. But uh, I slowly worked my way up through the uh, mortar ranks. Climbing a greasy pole? Climbing the greasy pole. Uh, I was in the, um, I was the radio op. I came across from the radio op of the uh, company to be the radio op in the uh, waters. So did you do the MSE course? Yes. Forward, forward observation job? Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I did all that. Yes. Actually went live firing when you were in an MSE. <laughs> you don't don't want too many drop shorts on that game, then. No, you don't. You know <laughs> who was that? <laughs> keep, keep your head down, son. <laughs> don't poke your head out when they're firing. <laughs> no, no, definitely not. Watch the full yeah, shot. Yeah, yeah, that was interesting. Uh, but. Um, as the signal operator, we did quite well. I was with a, a guy called uh, Malcolm Bassett-Smith. Uh, nice bloke. Very uh, posh, shall we say. <laughs> with a name like Bassett-Smith. Uh, yes, he, uh, he used to be a computer operator uh, and other things. Lost his business, but... There we go. That's that's another story. Ah, dear. And um, we was in Germany on Lionheart. I can't remember the exact name of the place, but there was a there was a castle on the top of this hill in front of us, and basically everybody was having problems with comms, apart from. We ended up in this farmyard, and uh, I said to uh, it was Captain Card who was in charge of us, and uh, we ended up in this farmyard. And Catherine, lovely lady, had been buying stuff for about six months (laughs) um, to bolster the rations, so we had sort of. Tins of peas, not not peas, sweet corn and stuff like that, tin tomatoes and other sort of things just to bolster all the rations up. What she didn't realise was she bought so much that we had four ammo boxes full of extra rations. (laughs) (laughs) Most of it was rations. And I bet he was on the honour exercise for a week. (laughs) (laughs) No, he was actually on it for a fortnight. Oh, blimey. Yeah, it was part of Lionheart. And so, you got six months of rations. <laughs> yeah, 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 we did. And um, so anyway, I was – when we arrived there, we ended up in this farmyard, and um, the farmer had a couple of telegraph poles stuck up in the air with a roof on it. So I thought, brilliant. He pulled his tractor out, and I said uh, – can I use your poles? Use, use your your cover <laughs> to park our Land Rover in. And he said, "No, no." 
pointed and and we had luxury because we had a proper flushing toilet as well that we could use. So that was <laughs> that was that was beyond belief. That was lovely. That was a Billy Bonus then. Oh god, wasn't it? There was a queue for that one. <laughs> <laughs> but he, he was earning lots of money out of it, so he, he was quite happy. He was getting paid a lot of money for us sitting in there. Um, yeah, my mate Jim told me all about how they operate. He, yeah. was, he was in the, uh, the the household cavalry, yeah. and, and they used to take their tanks out on exercise, and you'd be planned for a six-week exercise, you'd be out for a week. Yeah. They'd done so much damage in the first week that they'd, <laughs> taken, week, they <laughs> they, they'd taken up all the exercise. <laughs> yeah, that's it. All, all the money that's earmarked for damages on the exercise. <laughs> yeah, it went in a week. Yeah, that yeah. was about right. We was watching it on uh, Forces News. Um, that was funny. There was this battalion of um, Americans in their beautiful tanks. Yeah. Started to go across the wrong field field of beat it was <laughs> <laughs> went all the way down and instead of coming out the other side and going along the edge and then going round they turn around and come back another way <laughs> <laughs> so they wrecked this field and there was the farmer you could almost hear what he was saying <laughs> someone Shazen. <laughs> yeah. Fill your boots. Yes. Look at you, I'll get, you nasty I'll get more. people, you, and beep, beep, beep. <laughs> yeah. Get more in compensation than he would for the actual beat itself. <laughs> yeah. oh, I, I don't think he knew about the compensation at the time. Because he's, what he don't shouting, don't you believe it? They soon yeah. learn. <laughs> oh, they soon learn. Yeah, I bet they do. But anyway, um, that's another story. But while we was in... Uh, this farmhouse, um, funny enough, um, Sergeant Major Smith was with us. Oh, Smudge. Oh, Smudge Smith, yeah. Yeah, Blacksmith. Yeah. Yeah. He'd, he'd joined the battalion and uh, he was uh, well, obviously in charge of the battalion and we, we was with battalion HQ because of being the mortars uh, radio op. I was with the um, Captain, Captain Card, and we was in charge of uh, communications for the platoon. I was a force crew then, mm. uh, so I'd been promoted over the years. Funnily enough, when I was on my um, corporal's carder, they sent me for one of those as well. <laughs> um, that was a funny story. I've, I was going home every night. <laughs> not supposed to. But I thought, I'm only an hour away. And I overslept one day. Oops. Oh, good. Oops. And luckily, it was in wintertime. So I don't suppose they know about this. But uh, anyway, I'm going to spill the beans now. It's too late. <laughs> you can't do anything now. What are you going to do, charge you? <laughs> yeah. I'll take the fifth on the rest. <laughs> but uh, I was late back. I rushed to the thing. It was a really foggy morning. I got up there, got stopped by the police, and they said, oh, you're going a bit quick through the fog. I said, yeah, yeah, all right, officer, I'll go slow. And 20 yards down the road, disappeared. <laughs> <laughs> they couldn't see me in the fog. So anyway, I got back to the thing, and I thought, oh, God, they're doing the um, – this was up at Bassingbourne again as well. So I thought, right, they're doing the BFT. Luckily, I'd got changed at home, so I had all my – kit wash, dumped that on the bed, run down to the gymnasium, and I thought, right, what I'll do is I'll pretend to stumble 
and then get up off the grass and join in with the others. Because <laughs> they couldn't see me, because it was foggy as well. So I thought, oh, no. So I went running down to the, the thing, and I thought, where the hell are they? And then I could hear the uh, all the noise coming from the gymnasium. Oh, that, I, the I hated that thing. Yes. Well, luckily, we never got to go on that. You're lucky. Horrible yes. thing. Horrible. But um, they was running around inside, and he was, the old corporal was shouting at him. You remember in, just inside the door, there was that 12-foot wooden wall? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I've looked, and he's looked the other way, so I've sneaked in behind the wall, and he's carrying on looking the other way. And uh, suddenly, he looked the other way, and he was counting as he was watching them, and he was turning around. So I quickly ran out, and then all the other guys went, what are you doing? I said, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just joining in. So anyway, I joined in and started running. And you know how you can see someone who's counting and then somebody goes, where did you come from? <laughs> so he started, and I just carried on running around. So anyway, he, could, he couldn't work it out why there was suddenly an extra person. <laughs> so I got away with that one. All the ladies said to me, how did you do that? I said, these things you learn over the years, you just <laughs> go with the flow, <laughs> sneaking quick. <laughs> so anyway, I got away with that one. Uh, and they ended up, I was going to, uh, when I was a recruit, they was going to give me, uh, what you call it, recruit, top recruit. And I said, well, and they said, no, we can't do that because you're on X-Reg. I said, yeah, all right. Fair one. And, and while I was on the... Uh, NCO's card, and they said, well, we can't call you top recruit on that either, so... Oh, I said, come no, on. Right. No, I, said, <laughs> no. I didn't want all that anyway, so... You but didn't want eternal enough, glory then? No, why should I? <laughs> I'd rather sit in the background and be, be anonymous. <laughs> you, you, anonymous... <laughs> <laughs> you stick out like a sore thumb. <laughs> <laughs> I do a bit, don't I? <laughs> yeah. You oh, make yourself fun. a target. <laughs> All yeah, the there's time. A bullseye on my back and <laughs> 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 <In> the front. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, dear. I don't know if I mentioned that last time, but when I was, uh, that was when I was leaving the regs. Um, I went across the drill square and they. Um, RSM Ainsworth was shouting, Oi, you! Oi, <laughs> you! And he was shouting, like he's carried on walking. It was about four days before I left the army. <laughs> <laughs> and I've disappeared down the side of the block, <laughs> out the site, and he caught me about three days later. <laughs> he said, You! I said, Yes, sir. And he went, You was on my drill square, wasn't you? I said, Yes, sir. He was in, why didn't you ask when I shouted? I said, well, one, my name's not Oi. <laughs> <laughs> and he went, you're getting out, aren't you? <laughs> Funny enough, even he, he said to me when I left, when he, let, he walked away, he said, he said, it's a shame you're leaving. I said, oh, really, sir? I said, I thought I was a thorn in your side. I don't know about a thorn else. <laughs> uh, He said, you're one of the better ones. Oh, I thought I'd take that as a compliment. <laughs> so that was fun. Anyway, going back to the other story, um, we, we parked under this uh, 
and set ourselves up. And luckily, we'd brought four burners because they'd cocked up on the rations that year. And all everybody was getting was uh, about half a bacon burger and a spoonful, I mean, a spoonful of beans in the morning. And if you was lucky, a tiny bit of scrambled egg. So anyway, uh, we parked up. And the first brownie point I got was with the colonel because the signals platoon had set up a 27-foot mast, all singing, all dancing, and couldn't get about 10 foot. (laughs) Couldn't even hear anybody. And then was Icky Boy. Um, Malcolm climbed up the the pole and stuck the uh, round spike and stuck the antenna in the top of one of the poles. Checked our calculations and put the uh, antenna up. No, we didn't. We just shoved the antenna up. <laughs> so, <laughs> so you didn't use the scientific antenna. method then? No, we didn't. We used the bung-chuck throw method. <laughs> <laughs> if it works, it works. If it doesn't, it doesn't. <laughs> so well, anyway, no, we nobody else is able to talk to anybody, so yeah. why should you be different? Yeah. So anyway, <laughs> funny enough, we turned on the radio. Everybody. We was getting the whole lot. We was getting the platoons. We was getting the, the company commanders on the battalion net, we was getting all the mortars um, as well. And uh, so I've run about 300 metres of D10 up to the uh, command centre, plugged it all in with the um, switch in the uh, captain card, the sergeant major, and lo and behold, it worked. The only problem is we couldn't talk to the other side of the... Um, the hill where this castle was because obviously that was blocking the signal mm. so anyway I went out in the Land Rover I said to one of the MSCs I said yeah I said there's a radio on top here I'm going to put it on auto rebroadcast I said you can keep an eye on it for us when we change frequencies and whatever can you change frequencies on it I said that'll get us the rest of and luckily we got everybody <laughs> we was talking a lot <laughs> and anyway the, the colonel was in his what you call it. And um, I decided the next day to do breakfast. And I'd sent Malcolm down to the shops. I said to him, uh, yeah, Malcolm, how much you got on you? He said, not, not a lot. Well, he had quite a lot on him. And I said, oh, well, if we get the food, I'll get the money back for it and we'll split the money. So I said, yeah, all right. So he went down and got a load of bread, bacon, sausages, Eggs. <laughs> so, anyway, um, we've got the four burners going in the morning and we're cooking breakfast, sizzling away right next to the cookhouse it was as well. So everybody's queuing up to the cookhouse thinking, oh, this, this smells nice. And unbeknownst to them, it was us that was cooking on the cookhouse. <laughs> and um, we had some china plates. So I got the china plates set up and put the food on, and then we had a couple of odd tin plates as well, the old deep tin plates, and I put them over the top, and we wrapped them with a bit of um, hessian we had to keep it warm. So we wrapped it all up. So I did um, two eggs, three rushes of bacon, four sausages, beans, tomatoes, <laughs> fried slice. <laughs> and if I'd have had black pudding, that would have gone on in there as well. But <laughs> I didn't have the black pudding. So anyway... Uh, I said to Malcolm, 
take this up to the what you call it. I said, keep it, keep it under your coat, sort of thing, or something, you know. <laughs> so there he did. He marched it all the way up there, carrying it like a flaming silver service. <laughs> Malcolm, what are you bloody doing? So anyway, he took it up, and I went up later to collect all the all the dirties afterwards. Uh, well, I actually followed him up, and we walked in, and uh, the colonel, I can't remember which colonel it was at the time, but uh, whoever it was, it wasn't somebody I know. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> the colonel was there, uh, and he was trying to chow. He was having a go at his signal platoon and saying, when are you going to get me comms? And I went, so Captain Card said, oh, we've got comms, sir. And he went, what? And I went, yes, sir, we've got cons with everybody. And he went, how did you do that? Just a bit of experience. (laughs) 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 At which point the the color sergeant in charge of the signal platoon looked at me and scowled, and so did the sergeant major. (laughs) And I went, yes, sir. I said, I'll just use a bit of experience and terrain and whatever all the bullshit I could think of. <laughs> and uh, he said, uh, so what are you using? I said, a ground spike. And he went, a ground spike? And you're getting everybody? I said, yes, sir. He said, my my signals platoon, I've got a 27-foot mast out, all the bells and whistles going, <laughs> and you've got a ground spike, and you can pick up everybody. And you've got it on 300 metres of, oh, I did explain to him, like 300 metres of, D10 to the radio. And he went, well, he said, um, Captain Card, he, he said to Captain Card, he said, well, do you mind if I use your net? As It seems to be the only one I can transmit through because we didn't really use the company net. We, he was just sort of uh, observing more than anything. And he went, yes, sir. And he said, uh, it's not going to interfere with us. So we ended up, I ended up getting some brownie points for using the, uh, helping the battalion out. Oh, but you fed him as well, didn't you? Strangely enough, <laughs> when, he, when Captain Card opened his breakfast, he took one look at it and he went, my God, what have we got here? I said, yeah, it's going to cost you. <laughs> <laughs> so he, he forked out uh, between them. They paid us, it was marks at the time, so they gave mm. us 25 marks each, some major, some major rose it was. <laughs> And Captain Guard gave us 25 marks each just to cover the, well, more than covered the food. So, so I split that with <laughs> Malcolm. <laughs> I said, yeah, I told you you'd get your money back. <laughs> so, with interest. With interest, yeah. <laughs> so he was happy. We, we had beer tokens. <laughs> for yeah, for so. Index, where did, where did you go for your Index on that one? Oh, blimey, we ended up with... Um, Oh, God, where did we go? Apparently we ended up in some town or other on the beer. Yeah, it was in Munster. Oh, I love Munster. Yeah. Munster was yeah. good. It was good, but we didn't see it because we literally drove back to Munster and um, we was leaving the next day, early in the morning. So well, we that, didn't even that, does, a, that, that doesn't stop you going out in the beer the night before. Well... We couldn't really, because we, we got back about 10 o'clock at night, and we was leaving at something like 4 o'clock in the morning. I thought, oh, for oh, God. taking so. liberties with good nature, isn't it? Yeah, 
Yes, so we didn't even get any time off, really. That's another story. <laughs> but um, while the colonel was enjoying his breakfast, because Captain Card and the Sergeant Major shared his breakfast with everybody, <laughs> shared it out. I mean, it was like a full tin of beans. <laughs> I wasn't scrimping. I thought I've got to get rid of some of this weight somewhere. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so we... Uh, we got some extra brownie points for that because he, he was looking at his breakfast in his mess tin and he went, you're even eating better than my lot. <laughs> so I said, well, I said, you've got living comfort. Well, there I was in Germany with the farm major and um, while we was cooking breakfast as well, uh, Smudge popped his head round and said, what are you doing here? He said, Cooking breakfast. Oh, said, you cook? I said, I'm cooking breakfast, sir. <laughs> you went, oh, right. So he said, can I have some? I said, quite welcome, sir. I said, that'll cost you 10 marks, though. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, no, I didn't charge him. I said, yeah, you can have some. I said, the colonel's already paid for yours, I think. <laughs> so we, uh, we cooked him breakfast as well. I said, uh, are you going to eat in front of the troops? He said, no. He said, I wouldn't have been as nasty as that. He said, if they see this, I said, you'll get, you'll get a bloody rampage in here. <laughs> I think they would have lynched us and started demanding food. <laughs> yeah. So, all all uh, comes down to those, those peas, doesn't it? Prior preparation and all the rest of the malarkey. That's it. <laughs> That's it, yeah. Anybody can rough it. But while we was on that exercise, uh, that was that was hilarious because at the end of the exercise, we ended up in this uh, wood on a track, and I thought, right, Endix, what are we going to do? I mean, I've been doing some quite good meals while we was out there, and I went through the rations, and we had the old um, steak and kidney pudding, yeah, and on all that. So I thought, right, so I did steak and kidney pudding, half of that each, mashed potato because we brought out some. Um, smash with us <laughs> it was the, the little tiny pellets at the time so it tasted quite nice I, I didn't bother with the stuff in the ration packs that was <laughs> that was disgusting <laughs> you could walk over the place with that one um, so we, we set that up and yeah they had um, steak kidney pudding uh, mashed potatoes new potatoes because I had tins of new potatoes that was always good yeah Tins of mushrooms as well, which I've been doing for breakfast. So I thought, right, I'll get rid of these. So I ended up using the mushrooms for the evening. I did that to sort of uh, steak and kidney pudding as well. And um, it was mashed potatoes, sweet corn, and peas, and gravy as well. Lovely gravy over the top. <laughs> so Can live in the high life. Yeah. But I'd, in the meantime, I'd found a sheet, and we had the six-foot wooden table. So I set up the six-foot wooden table, put the sheet over the top. Candelabras. <laughs> if I'd have got one, I would have put that on the table. The best silver. <laughs> yeah. It was close. If I could have got it hold of it, I would have done. So anyway, Captain Carl come back down, and he goes, uh, he said, what are you doing? I said, I'm setting up for dinner, sir. And he went, oh, God. And for afters, I did the, um, remember the apple pies you used to get in the 10-man ration packs? Yeah. Yeah, we had a combination of those and the fruit pudding. <laughs> and custard. 
<laughs> so I made sure I made a meal of it. Anyway, um, all the other guys are sitting there with their little X-Men blocks and their gas burners looking over going, what the hell's going on over there? <laughs> I served up this meal and the um, sergeant major of C Company come down and he went, you're having a laugh, aren't you? I said, no, sir. I said, he said, I'm going back up there. I said, no, you answer. I said, sit down. I said, I'll get your meal. Got, got me China plates out. <laughs> Served it up on China plates as well. <laughs> the pudding, I had to put in the old tin ones, but <laughs> I couldn't get bowls. <laughs> yes. So we ended up sitting in the middle of a field in the German evening sunlight, <laughs> eating a massive dinner. Captain Card said to me, he said, Normally, I go on exercise and lose a stone. He said, I've come back off this exercise and I've put on a stone and a half. <laughs> Even his wife said, when I met her a while later at one of the company dues, also, it's you who fed him up while he was away, was it? He said, he come home raving about the food. I said, well, it's the best he's eaten for a while. <laughs> Apart from your cooking. I'll quickly bug him out one in. Yeah, don't, don't upset the wives. Don't upset the wives. She said, I'm glad you said that. <laughs> I said, I wouldn't wouldn't dish your cooking. I said, it's most probably excellent. And, uh, yeah, that was good old days. And, yeah, well, as a, as a mortarman, I finally went up the dizzy ranks and became a sergeant. And went to Netherhaven to train on the uh, electronic fire Ooh. control uh, pad. That was fun. Yeah, we enjoyed that. So we went from using the old uh, slide <laughs> rule <laughs> and a bit of luck <laughs> to uh, the computer. Did well with that. That was all right. I enjoyed that. Well, just as an aside, I don't know if you've seen the latest that's on facebook at the moment uh one royal anglian are looking for privates to corporal for a two-year ftrs contract to go to cyprus all right could i volunteer <laughs> well I, I i thought about offering my services but <laughs> seeing the fact that i'm ber'd which is beyond economic repair beyond economic i don't i don't <laughs> Don't think they'd have me. I don't be on, I think I'm close behind you there. <laughs> <laughs> and and a lot of the old sweats are really jumping on the bandwagon with yeah, this one. Yeah, yeah. really. <laughs> Cyprus, two years. Ooh, hey. Two years in the sun. Yeah. Call that do the world a good, wouldn't it? Yeah. Think of my of poor good. old arthritis. Yeah. Oh, that's something worth thinking about. <laughs> yeah. Got an application form. <laughs> anyway, to get get back to when I became a, a mortar platoon sergeant, <laughs> that was fun. Anyway. You, a sergeant, blimey. Yes, I know. Dizzy heights. <laughs> um, well, obviously, I became a, a range officer as well. I was in charge of range control and stuff like that. So I did quite well at that. Apart from one, one we were. <laughs> I did the old uh, fire for effect. <laughs> I mean, number one fire, number two fire, number three fire. Bang! I think that's off. <laughs> number three, check firing, check your, check your things. <laughs> he landed on the road. Luckily, it was inside the the arc, the, the, the range road that ran up to the 
the top end as so as I could do get up there. It landed on that. <laughs> <laughs> That's a bit strange. That shouldn't be over there. Number three, check firing. Check your uh, what you call check bearings and settings. <laughs> oh, it slipped. <laughs> yeah, you're right. It slipped. <laughs> Trying to get me in trouble. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was right close to the edge of the arc as well. Mm. I said, "You dumb twit." I said, "Why didn't you check that?" <laughs> oh, anyway. That was fun. And um, so anyway, being in charge of the uh, bangs and whizzes, that was fun. Um, we went on one uh, particular fire, live firing exercise at uh, good old Stonehenge in the, <laughs> the Salisbury Plains. And then yeah, they gave us there. some ammunition that was a bit iffy. The, the Why did they do that? Oh no! I reckon they do it just just to get rid of the old ammunition. Yeah, so they can well, write some this, new this stuff. lot had been handed back by the paras. Oh, oh well, yeah. I wouldn't have touched it with a barge pole. Well, <laughs> we didn't have any choice. But um, we was night firing, and we caught the the heather alight <laughs> in the distance, <laughs> like you do. So anyway, we um, we was firing away. And I sent one of the guys, one of the new lads, I said to him, right, go up here, follow the track, go to the vehicles, collect wherever it was. I can't even remember what he was collecting and bring it back. I said, right, off he went. Anyway, we were still firing. I'm thinking, what the hell is he? So anyway, you remember the fence, the safety fence that runs around Salisbury Plain at the, at the uh, ranges? Yeah, you can see it as you drive round on the yes, main road, yeah. Yes, yes. He climbed over it. <laughs> anyway, he was wandering in the Ulu, and we had a really dodgy round. I mean, a really dodgy round. It went down the tube, and as it went down, it went... Finally went off. I said, scrub that barrel. And as it went, it went through the air, and you could see it fizzing as it went through the air. I thought, well, that ain't going to go very far. Take and I watched it, and as it landed, it was White Foss as well, so it landed, and I could see this silhouette running towards us. Jack, fire it! <laughs> <laughs> he ran up the hill. I said, why the freaking hell did you climb over that fence? He said, I thought it was the way back. I said, you went this side of the fence. You come back this side of the fence, don't you? Oh, yes, Sergeant. I said, Christ. So we could have killed you. <laughs> so anyway, by this time, the, the flames were getting closer to us because the wind was in them. I said, right, we're going to do a fire for effect because we had to get rid of this ammunition. <laughs> Boy, all could buy crook. I said, right, oh, gave him a range and a target. Rapid fire! <laughs> <laughs> it was rounds going off everywhere. <laughs> that was fun. Oh, made it look really good, actually. So that we got rid of those, and then we made a, a diggy bug out very quickly because the flames were starting to come up the hill towards us. <laughs> so it's all right, everybody out. <laughs> we went back the next day and had a look, and the, all the brush was burnt to within about twenty meters of where we'd been. Crikey! And so. 
So you'd have Lucky been safe stone, anyway. <laughs> you'd have been safe. You just chicken. Yeah, yeah. The smoke would have killed us. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, that was that was fun. And then we was up in Thetford one time. Yeah, they were, I was still in charge of Mort Platoon then. <laughs> Strange <laughs> enough. They left you in charge. Yes. And they what did they think we, they were doing? <laughs> <laughs> they gave us sand-filled rounds, so I had to prime them. <laughs> so anyway, I was priming them, and a couple of them were damaged. So I got a few extra bit of, bits of cordite and bumped them into this one round. <laughs> I must have wedged about nearly three of them into this round. I've done it up. I thought, oh, I'll bung it in the mix. When it goes off, it'll go off. <laughs> so anyway... <laughs> So anyway, we've been sandfield firing all day, and it's like, yeah, (laughs) (laughs) all over the place, going about ten foot in front of it, scrubbing the barrels as quickly as possible, just to fleming keep them clean. Anyway, the the colonel, um, sergeant major, turned up with all these red flash lot from the ministry of defence. Yes, dignitaries. (laughs) (laughs) Got all these dignitaries, and they all stood in front of us. So anyway, uh, in front. That's probably the safest place with yeah, your lot. with me. So, well, they were behind the mortars, <laughs> in front of me. So anyway, I've, I've gone, bearing, elevation, blah, 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 blah. Bedding, charge six, number one, fire. Number two, fire. Number three, fire. Number four, Fire. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I did not know when this song was going to go off. <laughs> it actually bedded in the bass plate because it was that powerful. <laughs> the guys on number four. <laughs> Call the ballroom. He looked up at me and said, was that a live one? And I, he saw me and I was falling about laughing. I had to attend him. And then, I'd, well, I'd be on the tent and disappear because I was laughing so much. <laughs> and all I could hear was all these, oh, that was very impressive, wasn't it? Told <laughs> <laughs> you, made you gave me five extras. <laughs> Only to five. <laughs> <laughs> he said, what did you do? I said, well, I'm just grabbed a couple of extra bits of cord, <laughs> trying to find this round. <laughs> <laughs> it went about 700 metres. Oh, <laughs> they, the <laughs> they don't <laughs> leave a trace, do they? They looked at me and said, was that a live one? <laughs> no! <laughs> oh, dear. Those were the days. Happy uh, days. Anyway. Um, then I went on to become a... Um, Really large core from there. Yes, There's a few I think, other stories, but I won't th- go into those. I think we'll lead the really large core to another time. Yeah, <laughs> I think that's, that's, that's as much yeah. as I can take for one day. <laughs> <laughs> well, there was one day we went up to Salisbury Plain. We had a new platoon commander, and uh, he took us up onto the ranges. Come on at um, the top end of the ranges, and decided to go right. So he's going to end up at the village. In, is it, in, uh, Imber Village. Yeah, Imber Village, so where you have to go down and through and then 
find all the little country lanes to come back in and go back up onto the range. Yeah. Even I was a bit dodgy that end. <laughs> so anyway, he, he, we were approaching in the village and I was in the vehicle behind him. So I got a blank sheet of paper and <laughs> up behind him. And this went down really well. <laughs> I said, do you I said, what's that? I said, well, I thought you'd write your own map. <laughs> <laughs> so he said, well, if you think you can do better, you do it. I said, right, everybody turned around. It took us an extra half an hour, but we just went around the other way. And that's where we'd started from, turned, went left and carried on round to the other side of the ranges and then set up. Hmm. <laughs> but it's far easier going round that way, sir, than it is trying to go through the village. I said, you have yeah. to go down this track, round that corner, and up this track, and round this corner, and up that. And <laughs> I said, you get lost. I said, even I get lost that end, sir. <laughs> and he went right. Mm. <laughs> well, I never did get on, get on with him after that. Strangely enough. Oh, well. Anyway, I'll leave it at that. Thanks again, Harry. That has been another <laughs> fantastic hour that we spent <laughs> rabbiting away. Yeah. Uh, I, d- I don't know whether anybody will listen to it or find it yeah. funny, but <laughs> it's great sitting and rem- funny. <laughs> reminiscing on old times. Yes, that was very enjoyable. Yeah, uh, so so we'll carry this on another time, Harry. I will do. Okay then, Tim. Thanks very you much. Ever ending, never ending saga. This one. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Tim. Nice to speak to you. Well, I hope you enjoyed that. If you did, please like it and share it with your friends. If your podcast app allows, please review it, rate it, as this will help me massively. Thank you for listening. Welcome to the Tim Hill Podcast. If you have the time, you can not only listen to the episodes, but you can also watch all the shows and you'll find the links in the description below. Thank you.